Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich. Welcome to Tanya Tuesday. Today we will be covering Perek Ches. This is chapter 8 of Sefer Shel Benonim. Let's review. Sefer Shel Benonim, as its title suggests, is based on the premise that the correct goal for a regular Jew is to be a Benoni. What is a Benoni? An in-betweener? Benoni is someone who should behave like a tzaddik while knowing that he is a Russia. What does the word tzaddik mean? It means someone whose yetzer tov, whose godly soul is in charge of his personality. So we discovered, as the Balatanya said, that a person has two souls. There is the godly soul, which is a part of God above, and then there is the animal soul. The godly soul is comprised of intellect, and emotions, and the animal soul, which is the basic soul of a regular human being that thinks like an animal, meaning thinks for its own self-preservation, behaves. The godly soul's intellect and emotions, these ten midos, are expressed in three ways, in thought, speech, and action, machshava, dibur, and maisa. And the animal soul also has an intellect and emotions that also have three ways of expressing themselves in thought, speech, and action. Chapter 8, as chapter 7 beforehand, is speaking about the two levels on which the animal soul's negativity can exist. One level is what we might call actual averos, meaning when it expresses itself in the thought, speech, and action of doing things that the Torah forbids. But then there is another level that chapter 7 spoke about at length, which I call the parav option. Parav means that there are actions that are not forbidden. However, the Balatanya's very strong contention is that when regular parav actions or thought or speech are done without the intent to serve Hashem, then for that time, for the duration of that time, that they are being done, or thought, or spoken, not l'shem shemaim, not for the sake of heaven, then they belong to negativity entirely. So chapter 8 continues this theme, and says that it's so bad that even if a person, let's say a person ate non-kosher food, and then that non-kosher food is now part of his body, and he goes ahead and does a mitzvah, with the energy provided by that non-kosher food, that doesn't work meaning that the neshama is not enhanced and is not does not rise up does not is not elevated just because a mitzvah is done it is still down and this is still something that requires kapara as opposed to the parav option the parav option still requires kapara meaning a person still needs to do a form of tshuva for behaviors that were not for the sake of heaven However, it's not as bad as when something was actually forbidden. Then, in the second half of chapter 8, he discusses another negative slash parav option. Not in terms of food now, but he speaks in terms of speaking. Dvarim batelim. Dvarim batelim means a person talking just general nonsense. Not nonsense that is forbidden. Not nonsense that has any forbidden aspect, such as making fun of someone, 
or speaking Lushan Hara, negative speech, slandering or libeling someone. But just the general stuff. I could say maybe he's talking about sports or maybe he's just talking about the weather. Nonsense. Dvarim Betalim. Those Dvarim Betalim sometimes might have a purposeful use. However, this has to be remembered. That Parav speech is not always Parav. Why is that? Because if a person had the option of learning Torah and instead chose to waste his time talking about nonsense, then what he thought was Parav is no longer really Parav. Because you might have thought it was just Dvarim Betalim, nonsense. But nonsense, when a person had the mental capacity and the physical capacity to learn Torah, is judged as having done something wrong. Also, what if he wasn't indulging in nonsense, but he was indulging in something called Chachmas Umos, the wisdom of the nations. The wisdom of the nations, at its best, might be considered a waste of time. However, it's not the same waste of time as just talking about uh, other Dvarim Vatelim, for example, sports, or, you know, just other kind of innocent power of nonsense. Because other innocent power of nonsense awaken a person's emotions. However, if it has to do with the intellect, then you are causing potential harm in terms of the wasting of time, because you are not just affecting your emotions, you are actually affecting your intellect with uh, intellectual pursuits that are part of. Unless, and this is the amazing conclusion to this chapter, a person is capable of using general worldly wisdom, l'shem shamayim. And here the Balatanya says, this is how and this is why some of our great rabbis, and he lists the Rambam, Maimonides, and the Ramban, Nachmanides, who were able to use worldly wisdom in enhancing their Avodas Hashem. He says a person can use that either in order to, uh, to have Parnassah, to make a living, or because he knows how this wisdom can be used to come to greater service of Hashem or his Torah. And this is how it is that great rabbis over the centuries were able to justify their involvement in worldly wisdom because they found a way to make it for the sake of heaven. And that is the conclusion of the summary of chapter 8.